you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. What's up, friends on Pod? We're so excited to be here today and let you guys know that we are partnering with Target for the Friend Zone Pod and Getting Grown Pod Cookout Family Reunion. That's right. You can catch us this Saturday, July 24th on the Loudspeakers Network YouTube channel where we will be live streaming all the shenanigans and fun that will ensue when we get together and do what we do. And it's all presented by Target. It's going to be so cute. We have music. Surprise guests, actually. We have food that Jade's going to be preparing. Kia has some stuff up her sleeve. Of course, you know me and the guys always have stuff up (laughs) our sleeves. So we're very excited to chill with you. Target just wanted to capture that summer feel, that friend and community feel. And what better way to do that than to put us in the house together to have some fun for two hours and then live stream it and share that experience with our listeners. So make sure you come out and have fun with us. Come have fun. Come kick it. We're going to be answering questions. We're going to be talking to each other about all the things that we talk about when we get together. And you all will be able to witness it and have fun and Join in. That's going to be at youtube.com slash loudspeakers network. And you're all invited again that Saturday, July 24th at 6 p.m. Be there or be there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friends all. Let's start the show. What's up? What's up? What's up? Westward to Martin, but welcome to the Friend Zone, <laughs> your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. This week, sponsored by the good folks at Target, because who <laughs> wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hey, friend. Hey, Sante. How you doing? Good. Raising the roof. Right. It's a beautiful day. Like Dustin said, thanks to Target for supporting the Friend Zone and sponsoring this special bonus episode with limited commercial interruption that's right we're coming to you with an extra episode (laughs) this week thanks to our fam over at target and we decided that we are going to share our memories and favorite parts of summer i know whenever we get into our nostalgia bag the listeners usually Mm -hmm. love it because they go on down that road with us so this time the theme is all things summer, funny stories, uh, good mm-hmm. memories, and just what on earth were you doing growing up for your summer? So I actually have a question. I want to kick it off. Did y'all go to camp? Yes. Were y'all one of those kids or your parents sent you off to camp? <laughs> Every time I think about summer, all I think about is camp. Like All I think about are the different camps I got to go to, the different vacations at camp that we went on, or like trips that we would go on. 
the snacks at camp, the snacks taken <laughs> to camp, like the fashions. I, all I can think about is uh, the fucking the fashions faculty. you say. The oh, fashions, yeah, you, please get into that. What yeah. did those look like? In well, you your know, time? everybody was young. <laughs> I remember everybody had, I remember the little girls running around with the beads and the bobos in their hair and oh, and you know what just randomly came back in style like I feel like a few years ago? What? The girls had the the clear little jelly sandals. Oh yeah. yeah I those love are back those. in full effect. Those I used to sandals, love those. You know the boys we had like our uh, like our cargo looking um, strap sandals like they were with the, the, the Velcro. That's what the, the guys yeah. had. The girls y'all had like the cute little glittery jellies. I was like, oh damn! Oh, the glittery jellies! You're taking me back. You know I had them. <laughs> Since we on fashion, in what was your favorite like summer accessory as a child? Summer oh, accessory, accessory, probably like. I like designer swim trunks with like the t-shirts to go with them that you wear that's like an outfit in the summer. We would do that back in the day. So, you know, you go to the, the, like whatever the department store was, you know what I'm saying? You would go and you get, you know, the popular stuff and you would wear like the swimming trunks with the t-shirt and the bright colors and you match that's your sneakers so with it. We would do that and my cousins and I would dress alike when we would go to like amusement parks in the summertime. We would always get a new outfit for that and literally go <laughs> matching and you couldn't tell us nothing. Thing. So Nothing. cute. I think for me, if you remember, little girls, uh, most of us are always in our bathing suits with our pants, like with our jeans. Yeah. Our skirts. <laughs> you just always had your bathing suit, whether it was the one piece, <laughs> the little yep. two piece, and then you throw on regular clothes with it. And that was like your summer look. But I did love the glittery jellies. Now, the funny thing is my mom did not like them because she she had like bad PTSD from when she was little. And she said that was her only pair of shoes. And it would be like 100 plus degrees in the Dominican Republic. And she said that uh, it would stick to your skin because it was so hot, you know, like the plastic of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like she it was told literally you, forget stick. it, friend. Yeah, you I'll never forget. I came home with a pair, and she was like, "No, no, 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 no." She's like, "Not in this house." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's shout out right. to the jellies; they're so you cute. know, Such randomly retro comeback. One of my favorite. Well, I don't even know if I can say this was just like my summertime, but I loved a, a good fanny pack. Like fanny packs always came do. in, <laughs> right? That's why I was like, I don't know if this is just a summer I thing. I hated like, fanny packs. I love them, but oh I wear like God. I wear like leather ones now, and I don't wear it around my waist. I usually wear it like across over my the chest, chest. across my yeah. yeah. So that's you know how you kind of flip it as an adult. Kind See, of. I always wore like when I was younger, like these neon like rectangularish fanny packs. I saw that mm-hmm. now that, I saw that they were always like this oval, oval long type, and I was like, damn, I always wore these like rectangular utility ass fanny packs i guess that's why i was always lit because it always had like pockets in there but it was off your body but not too distracting whereas the big fanny pack looked like just this big worm on top of you it was weird but one of my favorite accessories randomly was (laughs) the swimming shoes i don't know if you remember those like they were like the rubbery shoes and they had like a net over them i saw people wearing them i guess they were surfers or something one time i was like what are and they were like their, their, their swim shoes like they would wear them whenever they were in the water or their beach shoes and you could literally yeah. just wear them into the water and white people I they would just randomly wear them out and I was like why are y'all wearing these out here in places but whenever I was on uh, in summer camp I was always like I gotta get the water shoes because we're going to the, the water park today so the water shoes was always one of my favorite accessories outside the water shoes back. were definitely a big deal and also a rare find you couldn't just get those at your local I don't remember store. those 
verse, yeah. Oh, I definitely do. They were, um, you know, the major sneaker brands or whatever, mm-hmm. each had a version. Now, the fanny pack, dialing back to the fanny pack debacle, because that's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was a runner. I was a track star. And so I like to I like to be outside, like, pounding the pavement, running, racing, um, playing games and stuff. And that fanny pack used to slow me down. So I loved how it looked, because, you know, it was another chance to be fly. Right. But... It just that flipping and flopping and smacking down on my pelvis. <laughs> it wasn't rolling like that for me. It just was not going to work. Because I like to move around outside, you know. And one of my most favorite things to do, there was in my, in my parents' backyard, there was a section where the trees kind of created like this little... I don't know what it was, but it, essentially like, my parents had cut the bottom section of like the trees off, off rather. Mm. So it was just like the um, the tree trunk, and then it was the larger trees up up above. So How it created pretty. like a little alcove. Yeah, and we would go in there and like like create just I don't know anything where, wherever your imagination would run. That that's where it would take you, and How I love that. So I love going outside, y'all. I, I know, love, you know I what else I love about our generation. We were outside, okay. Outside, we were outside, outside. Mm-hmm. when you would see some cement, because like you would see cement work or whatever outside, and get a stick and carve your initials in it, so that when it dried, you was forever. You oh. know what I mean? Like in that sidewalk, we would love doing stuff like that. Or doing that on the trees. Sorry, trees. I'm sure you guys didn't mm-hmm. like when we would carve okay. our initials in your bark. They got a tattoo. Right. The tree's like, I ain't asked for no tat now. <laughs> Wait, but dialing it back even further, because we uh, Asante mentioned going to camp. I only went to camp one summer, and mm-hmm. I think it was like for three weeks. And it was cool, but I felt a little bit overwhelmed by it, because it's just like mm-hmm. activities. You know, I'm a tourist. There's a big part of me that just likes to lay around. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't with all that. I'm a lady of leisure. That's how I like to put it. And so even Mm -hmm. as a kid, I was like, this is too much activity. Like they had us Mm -hmm. hiking, going for Mm -hmm. runs. Um, You'd go swimming. I mean, honestly, looking back, it was really awesome for a kid to have that access. But it was also really expensive. So I think we Mm -hmm. only got to do it one summer. And then after that, we would do the day camps. Remember, they had the day camps mm-hmm. where your parents would just drop you mm-hmm. off for basically the same schedule as school and then come pick you up in the afternoon and you do all the activities, but you wouldn't actually be like away at the camp. Is that how your camp was, Asante? Were you mm-hmm. away from Oh, yeah, like no, I, I ain't do no. We see, oh, <laughs> we ain't do no away camps. Now, that oh, could have okay. Been, you had the day camp then. Yeah, yeah. It okay, was okay. like, it was like a program that, covered like a month and a half or something like a six to eight week program so it's Got like you. my mom dropping me off and because she, she still had to go to work in the summertime so it's like instead of school you go to summer camp but it, it right. wasn't no she ain't shipped me up now that she probably dreamed about shipping me off for real <laughs> but we wasn't doing all that now see I, the day camp that was cool because it was like for me i had a, a whole nother set of friends outside of school or you got to meet yeah. people from other places and don't let you meet somebody that you real cool with from your school at the other camp oh my god <laughs> That's when it was lit. But the the away camp, mm-mm. I think when I was in the like middle or high school for a, a a class trip once, we got to go to one of those cabins and stuff. I was not feeling that. What? <laughs> I, I, th- I was not. You know what it was? Because we, we were. We did the same, actually. I think because when we were out, it was cold. Like the things, the activities were cool. Like we had to do the bonfire, which was cool. We got to like do the hiking and like the guy was trying to teach us how to like uh, tell our directions and stuff. That was cool. But it was too damn cold. And then he wanted to teach lessons at times. And I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, you should have taught this at the beginning or you need to wrap this up for the end when we back at the camp. Like you can't be doing this while we out here. But yeah, I couldn't do that. (laughs) 
What about you, Dustin? Did you ever do like camp, away, day, all of it, any of it? Nah. <laughs> My parents didn't play that. Uh, first of all, that was too much mixing and mingling. It was. And, uh, it it absolutely was. Not going down like was. That. I and had then my you have first to remember kiss. I had siblings. Yeah, you had Ooh, siblings. Friend. I had my first kiss at sleepaway camp. <laughs> well, forget. I- so <laughs> I can get back to what I was talking about. I want to hear about this smooch. I want to hear the smooch story. So come on, friend. It was such classic friend that I almost love it. It was in a barn and we were playing spin the bottle. <laughs> I mean, can you not a, get not a not a rustic kiss? <laughs> you had a rustic first kiss. Can you get any more friend than that? Sitting on hay in the middle in of the, the middle bar. of the bar. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah, and it was it was a boy I had liked for a long time, and you know we were super young. We were what in sixth grade, so it wasn't like anything serious. But we had a mm. little crush on each other, and then. We were playing spin the bottle, and the bottle came strategically placed between us. I know you was like. I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> and then I. <laughs> um, and then we. Turn around, turn around and hit that, that breath spray. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those sprays? That made your breath smell worse than just worse. sweet. <laughs> that was the stankingest mint I have ever smelled in my life. Make your breath smell like mint boo-boo. I I can't believe that. But it was awesome because that's how I had my first kiss at sleepaway camp in sixth grade. Shout out to Justin. He's still my people to this day. And we dated for like a year and some change after that, too. So, you know, I mean, hey, it worked out to my benefit. No, but it was super cute. Right. But the the sleepaway camp, too, one thing that I forgot to mention was it was a farm upstate in the Catskills. And part of our daily chores was waking up, getting the eggs from the chicken coop, (laughs) milking the cows, shearing the Mm, sheep. mm. And then part of your quote unquote exams at the end was when you sheared the sheep, you had to actually make something with the wool in the textiles room with a loom, like putting the the wool into the loom and then part of your exam was making something whether it was a scarf a blanket a sweater and i made if i remember correctly i made a blanket but looking back i'm like what awesome skill set though to have been given you made a blanket so you was warm but the sheep was freezing (laughs) (laughs) the sheep was in the barn like okay the sheep like you really gonna do look look, the sheep was in the barn sitting on hay okay at that point I, but you I, know love what? I love it. I love it. I wish every kid had access to experiences like that. I think that's what the difference is. Like the sleep away camp, you supposed to learn something. Whereas the day camp, you just supposed to get worn out. Like I think the parents just need like a right. break. And at, it's glorified babysitting. Oh my god, really what it is. One it of the is. things that I did love because that's when you said outside. I, one of because you know at the day camp they had you on the program, so it's like you come in, you do the little daily warm up or whatever. Then they talk to you and try to teach you something. Then they First let you, you get go that outside. juice and uh, uh what's, what do they give you in the morning? Juice and what? With that Nature Valley granola bar or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that I hate it. 
dusty that. granola bar. I hate that. that damn thing. <laughs> you know it's so crazy. Dry. I be eating it today though. <laughs> I, be, I be grabbing every now and breaking them up a little bit, being like, "Well, you know, I'm at, I need brain food." So <laughs> let me be on the airplane. That be that be saving your life. It tastes like a whole Thanksgiving spread. <laughs> oh, one little cracker. You be like, every little grain of the granola I tastes like so something hungry. new. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh, it's savory. <laughs> I love going outside and, and us choosing like what game we were gonna play. One of my favorites. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite. Okay. We, we're going to have to just oh, keep talking favorites. Memories. What is y'all's favorite, like, outside game y'all played? Curb. I don't know if y'all played Curb, but what we would do is we would stand on opposite sides of the street with a basketball. And literally, like, you would act like you were shooting the basketball, but you were aiming at the literally the curb on the street. Oh, that, you know, I remember like that. that. I remember that. And it would bounce. Yeah. When you hit the curb right, the ball would bounce a certain way. And this is where it really gets good, right? Because in my hood, the rules was, like, you know, that was a point. Every time you did that, you know, and it hit the curb across the street, that was a point. Then if a car was coming down the street and you were able to shoot it over that car and hit the curb, that means you automatically won the game. So we would be like, over the car is game. So that was it, like... That was my favorite. Oh, and then also any sort of like relay race, running, yes, crab walking, me too, skipping, me too, me all too. of that. I would I would literally obliterate the neighborhood. Me too. I was I was Shakari. Me too, me too. <laughs> and and I, I still kinda am today. <laughs> but but that I would run outside. I love that. Oh, oh, I miss that. I I forget the name of the game we used to play. What was it called? It was kinda like where you would go hide, but obviously as we were older, we made it a different name stuff. It wasn't because we didn't call it hide and go seek. It was called something. Oh man, I can't remember the name. It'll come to me. Maybe it'll come to me. But it was like a, a older version of hide and go seek, and I used to love that because we would be hiding inside of the For bodegas. It'd be impossible Ooh. to find people, and it was cool because everyone <laughs> from the block would let us. You know, like it wasn't an issue if you hid in the lobby of yeah. someone's project <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the, in those bottom steps of the brownstones. Like there was just That's so what much. That's I call community. <laughs> Okay. Hilarious. I miss those That's days, awesome. man. One of my favorite games that. when I was younger was kickball. Like, oh, yes. I love kickball. Like, I actually want us to do an adult ver like I want us to go get Pick a permit teams. in Central Park or Prospect or whichever big park and get all of our friends, even like our influencer peers and just have like a game day where we play kickball together. Wouldn't that be so fun? I've been thinking about that. Yes, a field, yeah. day. A field yeah. day. We have yes. to have Field day. We got to get shirts fun. made, color <laughs> coordination. It got to be yep. a whole thing. Like, and we're not just playing kickball. We playing dodgeball. Yeah. We get, oh, we, no. we're doing all, all the yeah. games. We're gonna, we gonna make a whole little play, uh, <laughs> run a play. Throwing that ball so hard. Okay, we gotta get Dodge entertainment too. We gotta do like. We gotta have it like a whole program. Like there'll be like games, entertainment, Ooh, like food. and Duck Duck Goose. <laughs> Y'all remember Duck Duck Goose? I used to. I was. I swear to God, I was like the national champion. <laughs> Duck, Duck. I I am in the registers, okay, for for Duck Duck Goose. I was I was all state. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, I would tell you. Ooh, you could goose me if you want to. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll be out, man. Wow. 
I'm gonna have to do some training cute. in the park for this because I want this. Like this. me too. I'm stretching right now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why you don't want to be that older person that's like in my day we used to play outside with sticks. But it does make me sad when I see kids so much more interested in technology than in being outside. Because yeah, I'm like they're missing out. You know yeah, they're missing out on the weirdos. fun. <laughs> yeah. And the fun and it was good for your body too. Remember how exhausted you would come home? You'd be all tan and sweaty yeah. with the with the tan lines of your t-shirts and stuff. Absolutely. Hair sweated out. I used to out. come home gray by the time I'd be <laughs> yes. out in the sun so much. And don't let me be, I remember my aunt had got a pool and this was my cousin that I grew up with like we were siblings almost. And so uh, his mom and dad got a pool in their backyard. That's the best. Be that friend that had the pool. The pool friend. Hours and come in the house literally gray seriously like from being out in, the, in that water and in the sun like mm-hmm. that and i can hear my aunt god rest her soul lord have mercy i can hear her voice now you're coming in the house just gray get in there and watch her put on some <laughs> you know what that. i learned how to swim at camp like the camp i went to because i had gone to the same camp for like years actually i think mm-hmm. we told i said this on here before but friend you remember at, at essence that festival well, we ran into mm-hmm. that girl and I yes, like cried and stuff. Her daddy ran day. her daddy ran the camp. And so like I remember learning how to swim at that camp. And like when I got older, I had to help some of the other kids learn how to swim. Like that was so fun. Well, first of all, the swimming pool, the public swimming pool was not fun. That was not fun. Oh, but like no, no. learning not, how not to in swim, New York. Mm-mm. I remember Mm-mm. my mama and then's friend had a pool. <laughs> <laughs> my parents' friends had a pool, and my, my mom and them wouldn't let us get. <laughs> and I, heard, I remember my mama was like, "You getting in that pool? Why look like ice tea?" <laughs> oh. oh my god! So shady. Oh. No. <laughs> we couldn't get in it. And now, speaking of Essence Fest. That same uncle and aunt who had the pool, remember I told you we'd be out there for hours? Mm -hmm. He was an artist. He used to paint beautiful, like, canvas paintings or whatever and sold prints. And so he was successful with the art, like, really successful. And Essence Festival used to send him down there every summer to, like, be a part of the convention center and the Essence Art section and sell his artwork in Essence. And so we... We're little kids, like 12, 13, 11, you know what I'm saying? And we would be like the staff. So we would go down there every summer. That's Stop why New Orleans it. has such a special place in my yeah, heart. Yeah, that's Because I have so many fond memories. Aww, we would go down there and like pack heart. the tubes. We would roll Stop the prints and pack the tubes. It. And, and they, my that uncle was. and them would pay us. But we'd really just be down there having fun. And that was one of my most fondest summer memories because I would get away from my parents, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I would be out of town with my on my uncle and my cousin and we'd be working. It just felt really adult, you know what I mean, as a kid. How even though, cute. You know, purpose. Oh yeah, I, I love that. That's one of my <laughs> most fond summer memories, like seriously. I love, yeah. would your parents send you away for the summer sometimes, like to other relatives? I know for uh, for those of us who live up north, your family would either send you back down south to mm-hmm. live with your more extended family or you'd go to the Caribbean or wherever part of the diaspora. Mm-hmm. So I'd love hearing stories of where your parents sent you. Is there somewhere they sent you? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. But yes, uh, my father's family is from Arkansas. Rising so Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Malvern, ah! Arkansas. Shout out to Arkansas. So in the summers, 
I would go down south with my grandfather and my grandmother for like two or three weeks. We would drive down because they had a home down there. Ah, I love we would go stay, like and I would play with my cousins and stuff that lived down there. And shout out to Shell's Chicken. It was this. It was a Shell's gas station <laughs> in Rising, Arkansas, that sold chicken. And when I tell you, it was the to this day that chicken was fried. I think in like peanut oil. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> to this day, I can taste and smell that fried chicken. Um, my grandmother had my great grandmother rather had like a, a general store in the town or whatever. Cute. And so I would walk. They would walk by, walk walk us by that store and tell us the stories about that. So entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I would learn those lessons really, really, really early. early. And now, now I recognize that at the time when I was a kid, I was hot and I didn't care. I don't, <laughs> I don't, want, I don't care. I'm ready to go in the house. Right. I'm, I'm going to house. I'm going it's to hot pool. Down here. That was a different kind of heat. In yeah, Arkansas, no breeze. But, you know now. I have so much more of an appreciation for it because oh. I get why they were doing that. You of know? course. Were you excited to head to Arkansas? Was it a thing where you were like hyped or was it a thing where you were like, ah, I was hyped. Go? I was hyped because number one, I knew that meant I was getting new outfits because my mama wasn't going to see me down there looking <laughs> on your kind of way. Number two, I had cousins that were like my same age and then my peer group down there. So we would get to see each other and play. And oh. I always feel like an adventure walking around the, you know, the neighborhood and stuff. And then, it was a road trip because we didn't fly. My grandfather would drive. And so it was like a 14-hour drive, I think, from Michigan to Arkansas. And those along the way, those places I would see, the big, you know, fireworks places. And it was the, so um, cute. The little tourist attractions because, of course, we would stop. Of course. We, you have kids you know, in the car. Yeah. Um, but I, that was just a really special time for me. That was a really special time for me. And I, I have such good memories of that. And And – First kisses, first lots of things. Um, there was a <laughs> there was a place in Chatham, Ontario. I think it was called Wheels Inn, and people would go up there. It was like an indoor indoor like little amusement park and like bowling and go karts and like a a wave pool and all this stuff. And you know, as a preteen or whatever, um, you know, me and my cousins, we would go up there, and our parents would let us go. You know, like we would have freedom to walk around. Yeah. Mixed, mingle, socialize, go behind walls, you know, different things. So it was, you know, it was, I have great memories. Great memories. What about you, Asante? Did you go somewhere else for summer? Uh, other neighbors' houses. That's <laughs> um, real. That's like, real. It's funny because when you, well, well two things actually first, because uh, dialing back to New Orleans, when I was there for uh, Crystal's birthday, I think. It was so funny. We ate at a, we were eating food because somebody, uh, one of the natives, he was taking us around. He was telling me that a lot of the food was coming from like some of the hole in the wall. So he was taking me around to some of the gas stations where like there were lines out the door and he was saying, you know, how they'll sell food to a certain time. And I was just like, that is crazy, but beautiful and awesome. So <laughs> best food you've ever eaten. Oh, my, I always yes. hear that about gas station chicken primarily. Yeah. So when, like you, when you were telling that story, I was like, sleep on it. New Orleans mm -hmm. got some great gas station check. That's all I got to say about that. That's so but, um, funny. When, and then dialing back to you, friend, when you were talking about community, when you were playing hide and seek, that took me back to my uh, one of my neighborhoods that I grew up in where we had like our little crew in the neighborhood and we used to like run around and run shit and just be bad. Um, <laughs> I loved when we would, first of all, it was like this big complex that just kept revamping because I guess they kept selling because of whatever reason. But they had empty, they would have like empty units. So we would be in and out of the empty units you know, hiding, setting up shop, like Ooh, doing all. Nah, what's that called? Um, what is that called when people stay in a, a, <laughs> squat a place? That squat, not y'all. Y'all squat. Like, like you know, 
We had like there were some of the units that weren't finished, so we were carving like our names in the back of those units. Yeah. So, so there were so many, so funny. So much of what we talked about all tied into this one segment of my life at this apartment complex, and I just think that is so funny. But um, no, my mom did not send me away, but I can think of neighbors and the childhood friends that I had, and I was just on some of their Facebooks the other day, and I just thought that it was so interesting. I think it's so interesting that today, because the times are so different. You know, everybody's really to themselves and don't really want to be bothered with nobody else. And I right. think maybe now that I'm looking back, I think maybe my mom was very personable and I take after her because the fact that she always was able to make a friend, because she just had friends in these places, obviously. And I don't think she was just like, oh, ooh, Mark. Like, I feel like at one of these complexes. Your mom has a great personality. Yeah, she has she a great does. personality. And I feel yeah. like they like she would automatically see people and they would like see her energy and they would like connect instantly. Because every time we moved, there was like a neighbor and it was always good people. Like my mom did not know, no, well, to my knowledge, maybe she'd be like, tuh, but like she did not keep bad energy around us. And I thank God for that. Cause like there were so many times where we would like move to a neighborhood and there would be people around. Like she, she'd be like, all right, you know, there's like a, a child their age. Like, cause you know, she was doing work she's like you know i've got to go to work so i have to work out what's gonna happen with my child when i'm not at work and she right. always had a plan i don't know how she was quickly Amen. betting them or what but thank you lord mother for everything that you have done for me because Aww. all of those childhood friends and those childhood memories that i have are because of her like she found the right people at the right time like i have Amen. a really i have a really great fishing memory like my mom she had uh she was friends with this guy in our neighborhood and he was like we're going fishing like he's like i got a son i'm gonna take your son we all going fishing Stop and so it. he took us fishing and it was like the, it was like the first time in like a long time i had been fishing so it was like one of the first memories i have of fishing for real and i remember him like taking us making us cut the fish up cooking the fish and like doing everything he was he was <laughs> he so said awesome. something i should not see on the show but he was telling us why we need to clean our fish and how to clean our fish but you know how other people don't be cleaning their fish properly. So he was like, make sure you don't do like other people and you clean properly. And so I just always think about that, those things. Favorite what childhood Awesome. Memories. Such yes. awesome memories. My mom would send me to, I had three places I would go to. It would either mm. be Miami because that's where my, I know my mom's oldest sister, when they left the Caribbean, she stayed in Miami. My mom chose New York. But it was fun because I got to spend summers in Miami, especially when you're like coming into yourself as a teenager. (laughs) South Beach. I used to get my little two piece bathing suit. You couldn't tell me nothing. (laughs) My little raggedy 15 year old. So but it was so cute spending summers there just because that I think opened my eyes to just how different people lived. You know, you got to think I'm coming from. Carver projects in Harlem to South Beach with these cars pulling up and just people's lifestyles. It was just kind of like, whoa, this is a different world over here. But then I would also spend summers in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico, where that's what really showed me the other side as well. Like I had so much to be thankful for that I wouldn't have known if I didn't have the opportunity to also see my extended family in the Caribbean, because we didn't even have stoves, we didn't have fridges, mm-hmm. that you know you had the outhouse, and mm-hmm. it was just so humbling to know that like whatever food we were gonna eat that day, we had to go get that day because we didn't have mm-hmm. a fridge full of food. Where even being in the projects and all, my fridge was always full. You know, like we made mm-hmm. do. And so it was eye-opening in so many different levels mm-hmm. for me to have all those summer experiences and just be, like, in full awareness of how differently people lived mm-hmm. in the world, like, all around the world, whether it was 
stunting in a Lamborghini in South Beach, you know, in Harlem or back in DR trying to clean out the outhouse. Wow, <laughs> like, man. That I mean, kind of stuff really would trip you out, though, yeah. when you notice the differences in the way. Because even going to Arkansas, you know, it was a, those were very rural, small oh, towns. Man. You know what yes. I mean? And so it was a different, it was just a different lifestyle. And, yeah, I totally understand yeah. that for, to the point that you're making now. Yeah, Same and it, I think it, it showed, it taught me a lot of gratitude. Because I, I remember my mom would make me... Cause you can't go back to the Caribbean and not donate. Like that's just mm -mm. not an option. We would have barrels and bags. And a lot of times we didn't even really have it to give, mm -hmm. but my mom was like, you can always give like that was mm -hmm. kind of her mentality with me that she needed me to have. Like, it don't matter if you have two shirts, you can always give one. And mm -hmm. so I kind of built that habit in and, mm -hmm. and it was just really, I think such so good for a kid to have that. That's, so that's something if I do have children that I would definitely try to instill in some way. Um, just, yeah, you're going to send them to my house for the summer. <laughs> 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 oh, the habits they'd come back with. I'm like, where yeah. you learn that? Uncle Dustin. Talking, yep, well adjusted. <laughs> they come home well adjusted. That's where we come from. <laughs> But, yeah, I but I love I'm gonna tell it. you what else I loved them in the summertime though. Mm -hmm. The ice cream man. I oh, trust the ice cream softy. boy. Whatever you want to call it. Now there was just a couple different ways this thing was gonna roll. Okay. <laughs> there was the push cart where you would hear the bells oh, and yes. you would hear him walking <laughs> and you would hear the bells as he's walking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have never ran faster in my <laughs> life down some steps, carpeted steps. I can't even tell you how many how, how many tumbles I took coming down them steps. <laughs> Trying to get outside to catch the ice cream man, uh, right? So cute. Then you had the van, the mm -hmm. uh, the ice cream van or whatever, where it, w it would play that that. Still hit my head. Oh my god! You know my block now is a Mr. Softy spot, like a stop, really, right in front of my building. I'm like so blessed. I tell you, blessed, 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 and highly favored. <laughs> that thing was good, man. And then you also uh, could have, I don't know if y'all had like the candy house in your neighborhoods. But yeah. We had, like, the candy house. The, or the candy sold, lady. Like, candy. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. candy lady. <laughs> and she was so mean. But she would always, she took a liking but to me for some reason. she was stocked up. It didn't even yeah. matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. She would be so mean to Was y'all's candy lady secretly running things? Like was she playing cards with the adults on the side? <laughs> Oh, was that okay? Mind. I don't know. I was, I was a nosy child. To the I was garage. a nosy child. Never mind. <laughs> I was straight to the garage where the shells were and mind in and out. Right. Candy lady must have been gambling or something in my neighborhood. But low key, I was sneaking going to the candy lady because my mama didn't play that taking stuff out of people's yeah. houses yeah. or whatever. So you I would didn't have know to who sneak was in and there. save that money. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. My mom too. I don't even know if my mom knew that we had a candy lady. Well, she was just like, okay. We had a candy lady, mama. I know you listening, girl. <laughs> we had a candy, we had a candy lady and yeah. I went. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so the ice cream man, the neighborhood that I lived in. It was like one of those big, uh, a big apartment complex, but it was so randomly placed because we were right there by, uh, shout out to Roswell Road. Uh, we were right there by like the main road. So when we would hear the the walk-in ice cream truck, first of all, the, or the walk-in ice cream man rather, he would sometimes be on the sidewalk by the road. And you know, the rules was when you was a child, you don't leave the complex. So if you got down all them stairs, if you tumbled all the way down upstairs like Dustin, 
and you realized that he was on the sidewalk, it was a risk at that point. If you was going, I'm risking it all. And we, for and we, I'm risking it all for we Neapolitan. It. First of all, we we it became a system. We risked it every time, and we would make him walk into the complex because sometimes he was just going to walk by. Like sometimes he had already came by, and this is him walking back off his route. And we would be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you gotta okay, you just walk this way a little bit. Uh, I got some more change over here. And like, we would make it. We would make him walk into the neighborhood. But the problem is he would only get so far in and he still wouldn't get past the gate. So if your parent pulled up and they, they was pulling into the neighborhood, they would see you. So they would pull up next to you back, get back in them gates. You're not supposed to be out here. Your sister ain't out. Like, it was always a Not thing. Not y'all that was, baiting him into the what? gate. Kids what? are so funny. Look, man. he was getting that money and we needed that ice cream. Now, for the ice I cream needed trucks, that ice cream. I don't know if you had the big van too, because we had like the standard van that had all the stickers on the outside. But then mm-hmm. sometimes there was this like double-sided van with like the glass at the top. It was like a weird fancy van. I like, had some fancy it, luxury candy. Now, I, yeah, we ain't have that. Now, honestly, yeah. it looked really ghetto and bootleg at the time, but it was like but thinking back like it was really classy how like this van had this like glass on the side so you could see in because i guess when he would come to the side of it it was like an ice cream stand or whatever but you could see in where he had like the deviled eggs and the pickles along with the ice cream stuff what? i don't know if y'all uh, he he must he must have got it. he must have bought that ice cream truck with a lawsuit some lawsuit money <laughs> i don't something. know but for whatever a reason he, yeah, he came into some money he came into some money look yeah he, he came into he some bread to. and was like i'm getting a good one because for whatever <laughs> reason people loved those bag of pickles like the, that pickle the pickles would me, sell out more than the me. ice cream sometimes and i was like i wow, love I me didn't. some pickles i, I never understood why the pickles were there with the ice cream i just it never just did good you had a cold us, pickle you had ice- the hood kids that just love some pickles i don't know where i got that from either because it's just so good the, the crunch the bitterness <laughs> and then you'd have you take you drink a little bit of the juice too and then throw it <laughs> Just a little bit though. You couldn't. Only the Did kids that were a little seeds? off would uh, yeah, drink the, the whole bag. Mm, I, that yeah, was my I, next question. So, what was the candy that you would be getting? And what snacks. was the ice cream? Oh, from the candy. Oh, we can. Oh, we candy. can run it. First of all, <laughs> I can hear. I can hear that lid opening on the, Ooh, the, the ice cream side. truck that push the freezer lid. I can hear it going <laughs> when you open it up, like and when you close it. I can hear it. But first of all. I love vanilla ice cream sandwiches with that chocolate cookie. Yes. There's not to this day, like Mm -hmm. there's nothing. I can eat multiple, like in one setting. I eat like four. Same. That's why I don't buy them. But I love those. (laughs) I also loved the firecracker bomb pops. So the blue, right, red. And your mouth be all kinds of colors for the rest of the day. (laughs) And that white, the white part was so like, I don't know what flavor that was. It was just so good. I feel like it was lemon. I would eat that. And then those ones where it would be like a character, like SpongeBob. Not SpongeBob. It's SpongeBob now, but at the time it was like, like Dumbo. Or it was like Cookie whoever. Monster or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like the gumballs for yes, the eyes. The eyes. Those, yeah. oh, for me, it was strawberry shortcake. Or, yeah. or like the, the, the toasted the Toast. toasted almond one, which almond, was like yeah. the almond version of it. Those are my two go-tos. And then I would just get um I I went through a banana sundae phase too where I just mm-hmm. wanted sundaes, banana sundaes mm-hmm. with all that ice cream cuz it was more ice cream. Um <laughs> or I would just get <laughs> the typical like vanilla in a cone with rainbow sprinkles. That's very New York yeah. classic. <laughs> that was my ice cream order, but then in the candy store, okay, do y'all remember in the penny candy section? 
It was mm-hmm. like a gum that was like peach colored and it was big bowl. Like big bowl. B-O-I. Big bowl. Whatever. Yes. Big bowl. Big boy. I don't know if it With was an L or I. Twist. And you oh twist my God. it. Oh, you know, I, was, taste I was craving now. that candy the other day. Do you know they have it by the pound? Are you kidding Ooh, me? Not I by the pound. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> By the pound. That's so funny. I remember that. And I like of Boston and baked beans. I, I love fruit. Boston baked Me and my daddy love Boston baked beans. Mom, to this we are so old because no yeah. other kid would ever go in that section. <laughs> Boston baked beans lemon are heads. good. Lemon, lemon heads. Ranch sunflower seeds. Now, did you like it really sour? The uh, Warhammers? Warhead? No, Warhead. I didn't play in that direction. I ate, the, I ate, I ate Warheads. The white ones was the mm-hmm. best one. Mm-hmm. And Airheads. Airheads, not warheads. I'm thinking about airheads. The, yeah, uh, we, yeah. Know. Airheads, I don't mind. Laffy Taffy. I never like warheads. Girl, I, I, like, <laughs> I like the banana one that no one else likes. I, ooh, Ew. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. What about Pickle mambas? Girl. Y'all had mambas? Did y'all eat mambas? Yeah, I did mamba like juice? a little mamba, the, the juicy candy. What about? But I was really into the Nihilators. I now, love oh, now ladies. And that it's was not just now official. and ladies. Now ladies. Now ladies. Now uh-huh. ladies. I love yeah. now ladies. Um, the red ones are only. Well, not only, but especially the red ones. The strawberry now ladies so good. And mm. then, and then, and what about fruities? Remember fruities? The, the little, little like, six-year-old fruities. Yes, yeah. I saw those too. You gotta write in penny candy and all that. Penny come candy up. is good. <laughs> okay, you know what ice cream I liked? The pops. When we were talking about popsicles, there was this like orange and yellow popsicle. I don't Ooh, know the, the creamsicle. The creamsicle. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, so not the creamsicle. Okay, well, not the creamsicles, but the Flintstones push-ups or push push-ups in general yes. used to be good as hell. Oh but there was God. this like pi- it was like this pineapple orange like popsicles like orange and yellow, and it was like a standard one. And I think when you were done with it, the uh, the popsicle stick was actually like a straw. And so we used to always get it because we'd be like, got our straws like at the end when we was done. And Kids then, are so easily amused. So easily amused. <laughs> so impressed. Straw. So creative over the littlest things. Cause we used to take those straws and like make bracelets with them. Like we was doing everything with them popsicle straws. Like and I'm going to tell you something else. Popsicle sticks taste good. I don't care what nobody says. They what had you, like you a thing to like an aftertaste. Yeah, you chew that stick, you chew that wood, mm-hmm. you chew it till it's flat and it's that spread out like wood. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was all over. So good. Ever, now you're saying the wood. Remember the um, Italian ices that you would have to Ooh, scrape with else. the wood? Yeah, those yes. yes, love little Italian ice. The oh. cherry, and sometimes it would be double. It would be cherry and, and uh, lemon. Lemon, that's what it was. Oh, my God. To this day, okay, I but would love how, to have a, some of a that. real right. snow cone, not the the one off the ice cream chuck, but like a real snow cone, like where the ice is like actually frosty and soft. Shout out I to New really Orleans because them- we kind of had those. We we called them piragua. You know, you've seen them. Yeah. Where it's the big oh, block of oh, ice, yeah, yeah. and they'd scrape it and then put the syrup, whatever flavor. It. Mm-hmm. We call it either raspado or piragua when I was um in East Harlem. You know, shout out to New York because one thing I do love is seeing the ladies with the carts. If fellas, if you out there yes. with the carts, I don't be seeing y'all, but the ladies with the carts, you know, because I always stop and give mango, me a good little mango. Right, with the tagine. <laughs> and, and I'm the spices. Look, friend, the here, here's where I bond with you. I get all the stuff on the mango now. <laughs> I'll be like, put it all in the bag. Yes, uh, more. I got more. some, yep, I got some a couple you. days ago, actually. I was walking and the lady had the cart and I got canepas. Have y'all seen the canepas? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the green mm-hmm. ones and you crack it oh, open mm-hmm. and it's like a yellow thing inside that you suck on. Mm-hmm. 
They had canepas. I got some mango. And then they have churros usually in the wintertime mm-hmm. when Them it's like colder. Churros so good. Oh, yes. they're so good, y'all. And don't let me find that corn. Don't let me find. Don't <laughs> let me roll up the on that elote street corn. With the cheese corn. and the, oh. Yes. I love me some Mexican. Oh my god! <laughs> and the thing about it is, you immediately got to find you some dental floss, some wipes, because it gets some up in there. You really need to take a shower, really. <laughs> after you know what I'm saying, if you after ate you it right, that, you know, but like, for real. <laughs> I'm dead. Yo, did y'all ever carry around uh, lunch boxes when y'all were younger, or did you? Yeah. Like, yes, I what? had gem. I had the gem. I had, I had all of them. GI Joe. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Stop oh, it. All of them. Yeah. Rescue and with Rangers. the thermos, it would come with the thermos on yep. the inside. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I had gem and I had, um, y'all remember strawberry shortcake? Oh, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. I had a fascination with her. So I had a lot of strawberry shortcake stuff. I had like the lunchbox, the book bag, the notebooks, the blanket, you name it, the bed sheets. <laughs> that was strawberry my girl. shortcake. I was a Power Ranger. It was Power Rangers, everything. I was all Black Ranger. All all the other kids was running around talking about they was the Red Ranger. I was the Black Ranger. Like, I was not mad about it. But I love... Well, my lunchbox was more like a school year thing for me. That was really like a summertime thing for me because in the summertime... Yeah, no, you needed that all year long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a... (laughs) My mom hated me now that I'm thinking about it (laughs) because I had had a tin box for, uh, for summer because... The winter one, or like you know, winter time and all that, I needed like the, the insulated ones. So I always kept like right. different types of lunch boxes. But I was gonna ask, did you have a particular style you like? Because I hated the tin lunch box, but I needed the tin lunch box. I don't think I had the tin. I think I had the regular plastic joint that yeah. was just plastic and square. And then I know when now like parents get the the more fabric one with the zipper. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one parents mm-hmm. get now because I'm sure it's easier for spills and stuff. But we had the pl- Regular old plastic one that mm-hmm. would snap, and then you'd snap it open with the plastic thermos, the whole set. I hate it when my mama would give me hot soup in my thermos. They used to really <laughs> make me, it used to really grind me. Like, they used to burn me. I used to be like, ooh, why she making me eat this at school? I hated that. Wait, what would your moms know. put in your lunchbox? Do you remember the main things that they would pack? A sandwich, an apple, some chip, a side, so like chips or whatever. And like then a little something teeny sweet. bag of yeah. chips. <laughs> chips, an apple, a sandwich, something sweet. You know what I'm saying? It might be two different kinds of chips. Now, if my sister, my older sister, packed my lunch. <laughs> it would be lit or it would be bad? Lit. <laughs> lit. Do you hear me? First of all, the bag was bigger, all sorts of candy. <laughs> Um, you know, good food, good uh, gourmet sandwich. Like she used to hook me up. I love you. I love my sister. She used to hook me up (laughs) for real. Like, yeah. I my favorite thing that I needed in my lunchbox was um the what was it called the string cheese that you would like pull apart. Yeah. Yeah. Was it called polio? Why do I want to call it polio? I I feel like I should probably make one. Poly. Poly, poly oh, poly, that's, oh, poly, Polio something. string cheese or something like that. I don't yeah. know why that's what I want to call it, but that's the one I had to have. Like, my mom knew yep. I got to get this little girl her string cheese. Of course, it'd be fruit and a little bag of chips. I loved um, salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> Just nasty when you think very about mature, it. Very mature, friend. Very, very mature. I, in, I loved I loved savory, savory yeah. chips. <laughs> I was in the hot fries. 
the uh, little hot, hot fries. fries. Andy Cap's hot fries. Oh man, hot fries. Now I never like spicy stuff, but I have a soft spot for hot fries because everybody else liked them, no. and they remind me of childhood. Andy Cap's hot fries. Yeah. What cute. about what about a Funyun or two? Oh, okay. I, I, love, I still love a Funyun. Yeah, still okay. love and look, and, and look, they done made the Funyuns hot in my adulthood, so I rock with Funyuns even harder now. One of my favorite things about my lunch when I was younger, though, is I had to, at a certain age, I had to make my own lunch. So I got to literally, and how your sister used to make your gourmet sandwiches, my sister used to put out the big bread for me. She used to be like, all right, this is what you're going to put your sandwiches on. And so because it was the big bread, I felt like I always needed to go all out. And so I was usually an early riser because I liked to, well, I was not good at getting up. But once I was up, I had a whole little schedule. I was like, I need to watch my shows and stuff since I'm up anyway, because I need to be in a good mood if I'm going to get on this bus. Like. But I was Not making my, my sandwiches in the morning. Yeah, I used to have like a little morning show. It was on one of the one of the super stations. Um, I loved making those sandwiches because she would always put out like a sauce or something for me. It was never a, a mayo. It was always like something extra. She was like, "Here go a sweet mustard." You know, this is gonna be good with your ham. Like my sister was like really teaching me when I was younger to like do stuff. So I would pull out my sandwiches in the cafeteria, and some of them people. I went to a predominantly ca- uh, Caucasian school when I was younger. They were looking at me kind of like, you know, where did you get your lunch? And I'm looking at them like, <laughs> like I'm surprised you ain't eating good the way you roll up in here. But, you know, <laughs> the, the lunchtime was like one of the times I really got to shine when I was younger. <laughs> and I still shine today. Oh, cute. Yes. Oh, this is such, I love, I could talk about summer nostalgia forever. What about when you, when school was ending and like you didn't, you weren't gonna see most of your friends for like the whole summer. Would you guys get all sad? Remember, you'd be crying yes. and hugging and giving each other cards and little bears and gifts and stuff. Yearbook time. Oh, you felt like that, Thanks. you know. And then I always wanted to have some sort of big change, like when I came back. From yes, school. me too. I came too. back to school. I wanted to look different or have something new, or you know, I just wanted to. It, I don't know. It just felt like transitional. It did. It was. Especially the more like middle school to high school kind of in that range. I know for me, that's actually how I pierced my nose. It was, yes, it was just the cutest thing ever. It was the summer before I was going to start high school. I was 14 and I was like, mom, I really want to pierce my nose. And my mom was super cool because she was like, give me one good reason why I should let a 14 year old have a nose piercing. And I told her, I was like, it's not because I want to be cool. I was like, I just, something about it feels like it's me. Like, I feel like I'm coming into my personal style and it just and I was showing her like old school cultural pictures, just like where we would have piercings. It was very smart of me. I had like a whole PowerPoint presentation. Okay. And yeah, she was so yeah. She was like, you know what? If you really feel like it's something that's calling you, then fair. But if you're doing it to try to be like a cool ninth grader, she's like, I'm not having it. And then I did it. I got my nose ring. And I remember it was such a big deal. Like in ninth grade, everybody was like, oh, snap. Uh. <laughs> Here I came. Then the next year I dyed my hair like a little piece blonde in the front. Yep. Kind of like Remy Ma used to have the Yeah, 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 yeah. I had these blonde chunks in the front. Every year I would reinvent myself. Claude will yep. tell you, my best friend from high school, he'll be like, Fran always came back to school with something different. Whether it was yep. hair was straight or one summer I switched it up where I was a tomboy my whole mm-hmm. life and then I decided that I want to start wearing tight jeans and crop tops and heels and like I came to school you know kind of more like playing in that energy and all the boys was like what? <laughs> <laughs> Your milkshake brought him to the yard. Okay. <laughs> they was 
like, yo, you look different. Ooh. I was like, I do. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, and you don't. <laughs> but okay. it's cute. It's, it is cute. Like all the changes you go through as you're growing up and kind of like coming into your little style, your little outfits start changing. Do you feel like your style changes a lot in high school? Like especially within yeah. that four year frame? What? Not a lot because I just wanted like the hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like just whatever cool was dope, clothes. like that's what I wanted. Um, and, you know, my parents, thankfully, they kind of supported me in that. So, like, I never had prop. Like, they would give me the clothes. You know I what I'm saying? I hear that. Like, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah. So, and I was grateful for that because that was that was a huge part of, like, my identity. Because yes. Because we didn't holidays. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, I didn't get the birthday parties and the, the Christmases and all that stuff. So, you better believe <laughs> where my clothes at. You know what I'm saying? Like, where my clothes at? You better believe. Like, that's, that's what I wanted to know. So that was, it was just so important to me, you know? And I just have such fond memories of, like, the trends, the summer trends. Like, the girls with the wide herringbone ankle bracelets on. Yes, and then, like, me. Yes, and then, like, the tennis. Did you wear, like, tennis skirts? I remember, like, the, for a long time, the girls was wearing tennis skirts. That was a look with, for like, us. You know, Very like clueless. Um, right. And then, like, for us, for the boys, I remember, like, in the summertime, again, it was just all about, like, shorts, like, the swimming trunks, you know. Yeah. But I, it was, like, the shorts with the T-shirts, the matching sneakers, mm-hmm. you know. <sighs> Fine memories And all the summer. different brands, like, when you was trying mm-hmm. to be cool and be down, mm-hmm. you know. Like, we could say old school brands, like Jerbo. Remember Jerbo? Oh, yes, Like, when yes, you really Jerbo. just thought you was just so cool. What? <laughs> Don't play with me. Parasuco. Well, remember the jeans with the lines on the stripes? The, uh, the stripes not on only Parasuco. Um, um, what was some other jeans Helly called? Hansen. Ivisu. Ivisu jeans. Yeah. Yes. Aniche. 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 Mecca. Averix jackets. Mecca. Oh, my God. You like, remember Mecca? Mecca. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. I was a Mecca head. I always had the Mecca sweatshirts, mm-hmm. T-shirts, jeans. Like, you name For some reason, that was the brand I was drawn to the Mecca most. was dope. Mecca was so dope. Um, uh, uh, what was the... Um, on the tip of my tongue too. It was one. Of the, it wasn't Rock Aware. It was one of them brands like Rock Aware and Nietzsche. And it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, that one. <laughs> academics. Academics. <laughs> academics. Yeah. academics. Oh my god! And Ten Deep. Remember, like Ten Deep. And then what about watching the videos? Like what about watching like um you know the video countdown shows and stuff? And yeah, we have trends. video music box to kind. Of, that's how Aaliyah really. I think influenced my style the most because I was already mm-hmm. in that world, like that tomboy look. But she mm-hmm. kind of like showed you how to do it in like a real swaggy way. That kind, you know, I learned a lot from her mainly. I can't even lie; even when I was younger, J Lo would influence us a lot too. Like mm-hmm. when she came mm-hmm. out with the Manolo Blonic Tims, all Tims, of us had the yeah. fake ones that we went and got from Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would steady try to recreate all of their outfits from music videos yep. where you can mimic the trends. But obviously, we can. I didn't have money to like get the real stuff, so I would have all the outfits that. Elite had and J-Lo and everybody. So I was obsessed cute. with Bad Boy. So like yes, that whole New York Mary rock, J. The wraparound shades, the Oakleys that wrapped around, you know what I'm saying? The um the motorcycle, the uh, racing motorcycle, like BMX shirts, yes. the Fox racing shirts, the camouflage <laughs> pants, like all of that stuff, mm-hmm. stuff, all of that stuff <laughs> was like 
it was just it was such a vibe for me and i really always felt connected to that i can remember growing up and seeing the mob deep video for um um shook ones or whatever when they oh, have on those man. jerseys that that said like you know what those jerseys mm-hmm, said yeah i remember seeing that and literally feeling like oh my god <laughs> like this is the most like this is it i remember feeling like that so just I remember I just mimicking those music video trends of um, East Coast artists and yeah. even some West Coast artists. You know I remember seeing Snoop and them wearing the uh, Dickies. You know with the white t-shirts. Oh, and that I was still a, a want a proper Dickie yeah. suit to this day. Yeah, you know. So and that, shout out that to our parents, honestly, in in a lot of ways, and all the parents listening, and new parents, old parents that that supported you kind of playing around with your identity and shifting into different looks and trying different things. Cause I remember even having the piercing or dyeing my hair at 14 was like a big deal. That's huge. Huge Huge. at that age. And at that time. And I'm so grateful that I'll give it to my mom. She was like strict, but still loose where I feel she Mm -hmm. needed to be for me and my growth. Like she let me go Mm -hmm. to the club like yep. teen night. Yeah. Like yep, she was yep, like yep. teen night, you know, have fun, live your life. I want you to, cause she wanted me to not be so sheltered so that I could have mm-hmm. those smarts and know how to navigate like interpersonal mm-hmm. dynamics, especially with strangers going out, living in New York. Cause she knew once I was going to go to college, if I didn't have those smarts already instilled, how do you figure that out? Yeah. out? yeah. And that's why everybody usually wilds out in college. Cause they didn't have that already. This was like their first opportunity at freedom and they don't know what to do with it. My older brother and older sister was like, they were cool. (laughs) I'll put it like that. So like they went to college, they drove nice cars. Yes. To like festivals, you know, the summer festival, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They would go down to that in Atlanta. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they said, I saw them. I saw that, you know what I'm saying? I saw my parents letting them because they were living at home at the time, you know, after they had finished school or whatever. And I saw my parents allowing them to go, you know, to the clubs and stuff. Yeah. And I knew. I was like, when it's my turn, I wish they would try to stop me. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I always had that sort of, like, I love that. We went to, I did go to teen clubs. I did. There was a skating rink here called too. CLC skate Teen Key. Express. It's called Skate yep. Key here. CLC Teen Express, and you would skate from 8 to 10, and then they would, you would dance on the skating rink from 10 to 12. <laughs> and that was like, we had outfits for that. We would go to the mall on Saturday and get something to wear. I can remember, this is how bad it was, y'all. <laughs> I can remember me and the Grand Hill sneakers had came out, right? Oh, and so boy. me and my cousin Andre, we got them Grand Hills, and we had these Drew Bledsoe New England Patriots football Come jerseys on. to go with them. Because the shoes is like, you know, white with navy and red, mm-hmm. and you know, the jersey. When I tell you we were so dumb, we slept in the, we were, we knew we were going the next day to, uh, <laughs> we were going the next day to CLC. We slept in the bed with the sneakers and the jerseys like laid out. Yeah, we, we all did that. The clothes laid out and got up that next day and could not wait to put that on. Do you hear me? First day of so, school vibes. Remember you would have the outfit ironed out, planned down to the socks. <laughs> ready. Ready. Now, ready. what about music? What about music? Mm-hmm. What's the music that you could remember being really into? Definitely, especially the summers, because that's usually when the summer hits would hit. You know what I mean? Top of the charts. What do you remember being the songs that impacted you the most? No Limit Soldiers by, by TRU. Which was really? A, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I love No Limit Soldiers. I can remember. This is awful. 
So I probably shouldn't tell that story. <laughs> but I can remember driving my mother and father's car, you know, when they may not have known. Mm. <laughs> and um, Come on. <clears throat> and we were blasting No Limit Soldiers as we drove around the neighborhood. And I'll never forget how exhilarating that felt. So that is one song I will I can remember it as clear as day. <laughs> driving that car and blasting that music and all my neighborhood friends being like, Oh my God, they driving. I can remember that. <laughs> like and that song being loud. So that's yeah. How cute. What about you, Asante? What songs hit different? Oh, I'm trying to think hard because <laughs> I can't share an artist whose song I want to share because of where I'm from and what they're in right now. But who I will say, um, because you know I'm from the South and there are just so trap music. Yes. And I just have so many fond memories of the radio stations, which change all of the time. I am trying to find my way out of here. Ooh, um, I don't know why, but Gucci Man will always be a staple just because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I course. will always remember like the wave of all the teas, <laughs> like the black tea, the white tea, niggas coming out with the random remixes, like the, the hood niggas coming out with the red tea remix. And like, I just remember it being like a summer of teas. I just think it was crazy that all of these like different neighborhoods that were like local to me were coming out with records at the time. Like I was buying mixtapes from the local mixtape, man. And he would have, Same. like, all these artists that were local. Like, before it used to be, like, you know, Jay-Z and all the Northern stuff. But to see such a larger presence in hip-hop, like, local underground hip-hop, like, coming up for me was so crazy. But um, <laughs> I can... I remember discovering down south hip rap music and the way that the beats made me feel and the, the, well, the cadences that the artists would rap with and, like, just the bass lines and the, the feeling, the, the mood that that music had. I connected to it Same. immediately. Me too. Immediately. Lil Scrappy, um, Trillville, mm -hmm. all of those artists. Oh, I remember too. that. I, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I heard Icy by Gucci Man. I thought I was like, I'm like, this is this real? Like yeah. I, I loved down south music and it was so different from what music sounded like up north. I grew up in Michigan, so we were very much um connected to like East Coast rap artists. Um and that sound, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But, but yeah. that, that down south, the, the rhythms and the, the production and this, I loved it. And to this day, I still, y'all know what I listen to. I <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it was such a departure too. Like growing up, I remember, like, I remember the South having fun because I grew up on those so-so death mixtapes. But then I remember like the prominent artists uh, being like outcasts and, you know, out, like every time Andre hitting the track is something serious, like, you know, whether it be the subject matter or the wordplay. And I just love that. So to, to go from, you know, Freak Nick mixtapes uh, to these popular artists like outcasts to then all these underground artists breaking mainstream like Lil Scrappy did do like Young Jock ended up doing like people were like oh yeah that's my cousin and speaking of that's my cousin this girl that I went to like elementary or middle school she used to lie and say that Master P she was like cousins with him and oh, that she was in one of the No Limit videos <laughs> and I was just like what and I, I believed it for the longest but then there was like a year where I was like no she's lying like this is crazy but I did believe that for the, a very long time but yeah just seeing how like local music can be mainstream like for me I was in Atlanta and I wasn't really like taking for, taking into account that we had a scene or didn't have a strong as a scene at the time or any of that. I just was realizing I was like 
you know, I'm from a place that has a presence and this is dope. And like, I'm going to get into all the people around and then to see so many of those people still be here today, you know, it's like the, the craziest thing. So everything Atlanta has shaped me, but y'all know I talk all the time about how I listen to alternative music. But when I, and when I think True. of summertime specifically, I think about all those like little festivals that used to happen, whether it be like the boy band festival or, you know, some of them festivals that would just take boy bands or pop artists. Cause you know, that's what the money was. So like seeing like I randomly, and y'all know I'm team in sync if I had to choose anyway, but I remember going to see like Backstreet Boys on tour one year and I was like, yay, Backstreet Boys are here. But I really <laughs> wish that NSYNC was there. But yeah, summertime concerts like that. Pop, pop music really shaped me as a child. But definitely sure. my roots are always in hip hop and rap and R&B for real, for sure. Yeah, I think it's similar for me because my summers, you had the the Z100 playlist where it was like Green Day and Bush and yes. um, Beth. Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. I mean, countless artists. But then the Neo... Diary. No, I'm just <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> but then you had the Neo Soul Impact, too. I remember that feeling of like Groove Theory and Erica Badu, Erica. Maxwell, D'Angelo, Tribe, like... But then it was also the New York uh, playlist, like DJ Clue and DJ Drama, when they would drop their mixtapes, and it would be all the hits of that summer, like whatever Jay-Z dropped, and Beyonce, and Destiny Child. And it was like so exciting to know what songs were going to make it, and then just having every hit song from the summer on that. But then there was also the Reggae Gold mixtapes. Y'all remember those? Oh, my it was God. Like, it was like the different numbers, and there'd always be a beautiful Black island woman on the cover. Yeah, like Reggae Go Ten. Yeah, and it would be like all the Sean Paul hits of the summer, and then all new stuff that you might not be privy to from the Caribbean. Like, yeah. So it was like I feel like I just had such a well-rounded, <laughs> um, just immersed Selection. in really yeah. good music because I got to really experience something from every little pocket of new york and every genre which i think was the best way to grow up because new york Priceless. but yeah new york's such a melting pot and not only culturally but it's gonna spill over into the music that you get access to even just growing up in new york hearing the music people are playing coming out of their houses you know you're gonna pass all kinds of different neighborhoods and be exposed yeah. to all kinds of different music that you're like whoa what is that Yo, <laughs> what kind I of music is not that you know, I've lived in this neighborhood for like um, a year now. And mm -hmm. the other day I went over I, literally one block over. And I guess it was like the first time I've been in the broad day in the, the dead of heat. Because it was when the Amber Alert went out telling everybody to turn their uh, oh, they, power down or whatever. Energy, yeah. So everybody and their mama was outside on the block blasting the tunes. <laughs> and I just thought to it. myself how cool. Well, I thought it could have been annoying. But I thought to, how cool this is to somebody. How their neighborhood is blasting this. Because one of the things that I loved when I was younger. It was like a car would roll by booming. And shout out to my, uh, one of my best friends EJ. When I was younger his dad used to always be booming down the block. It was just nothing <laughs> like hearing that like. That that the cultural, <laughs> that heart rattle, but the fact that it was like it was a cultural yell at the time. So it's like oh, you you that. stake in your claim of your neighborhood. So to hear mm -hmm. when people in their neighborhoods and they blasting their Dominican music, you know, and they doing their dances on the side of the uh, side of the walk, they doing their dances on the sidewalk. Like I just think it's beautiful that everybody gets to have these experiences. And so I know there are children that walk by and they're like, "Why is this so hype?" And then later on they grow up and they're like, "Why is this so hype?" And then later on they're like, "Kids need to take their so behinds outside in the summer." Yes, yeah, man. 
man. They have go to play have again. Some them experiences. Go outside, get some sun on your back and on your face. Come back and, sweaty and, and engage with your neighbors and play. Like yes, make friends. That's how you develop mm-hmm. so many. I think mental, emotional, spiritual skills too. You know, mm-hmm. just being around other kids that you have to figure and, out and how to get along with or fight. You parents, <laughs> y'all need to stop being lazy and create these communities for your children. Things are different now, so we the the neighborhood component that we're speaking of so um so more effort uh, has to be made at this yeah, point yeah it is you a have different to situation you can create get you a parent group together you know what i mean where y'all have that create that space for your kids so that they have those experiences i just think it's important because these memories that we have that that we so finally discuss yeah like i can still feel that joy that i felt in those times i can still feel how much fun it was to run outside. I can still feel how much fun it was to take a magnifying glass. God rest my grandmother's soul. To take a magnifying glass at my grandmother's house and go outside and burn leaves. (laughs) Forgive me, but bugs too. You know what I'm saying? And putting lightning bugs in mason jars and beat, which is so terrible to do. But at the time you you were just excited. Yeah. And I love that we have, like you said, we have the access to these memories, the smells. You can smell everything. You can still hear it. You can taste it. Just so awesome. So I think this is perfect. This is a perfect summer nostalgia episode. Once again, thank you to Target for this bonus episode. We hope those of you listening enjoyed it because we enjoyed making it. This was so fun. I love accessing those feelings because it just makes me all giggly and childlike again. Tap in. Tap, 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 tap. (laughs) As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.